0: What's going on guys, it's Robert Frank, you're listening to episode 59 of the Glorious House of Gains podcast. This week, there was myself, Joey Bag of Donuts, Beard So Strong, and Ray Worldwide, we recapped the UK Body Power 2019 trip. John Jones, Dana Lynn, Rob Bailey, Jen's the Beast said, God, so much happened in this episode, hope you love it. You're listening to the Glorious House of Gains podcast. Here's your host, Robert Frank. What's going on, everybody? Robert Frank here with you. Today is Wednesday, May 15th, 2019. Hump day, yeah! And I am at the round table of testosterone, which is actually a square because we have a leaf in the middle of the table. To my right, we have... The butcher, the baker, the donut maker, Joey, bag of donuts. What's up, Joe? Another one. To his right, we have the man that steers the ship, the host of This Week in Sports, and the host of uh, Sports Minute on the Glorious House of Gains podcast, the Pody. What's up, Ant? To his right, we have in the seat the man who went with us to the UK, to Body Power. He's going to bring you all the information and anything that we forget, he is going to fill in the blanks. Our boy beard so strong is back in the house. What's up, Jay? How you guys all doing? And to his right, we have, and we saw it firsthand in a couple of clips. He is still a little thick in the midsection. (laughs) Don't let him bang your daughter, or she'll need a C-section. The Man with the permanent tan, Ray Worldwide. What's up, Ray? What's going on? Yo, everybody in the building, let's get it. Let's go. You goddamn right. All right. So, we, so good. we are a couple weeks backed up from reading some podcast feedback only because we've had some guests in the house. And, uh, you know, last week was an abbreviated version of the show. So let's get back to iTunes I really, really need you guys to hook us up on iTunes with that five-star review. Subscribe to the show. Even if you listen on Spotify or SoundCloud or wherever else, a subscription on on iTunes really, really fucking helps us out. And a review, five stars, all that good shit. So this one's coming in from H M Ranger 343 says, number one podcast out there. Keep doing your thing, guys. Look forward to the podcast every week. When are you guys coming to Louisville, Kentucky? It's a good question. This uh, is at Louisville Okay uh, This one is coming in from Anton DS. He says let's go Five stars Such a great podcast Thanks to the bros For keeping me inspired When I drop this extra weight Thank you so much brother This one's coming in From Schlanky36 He says glorious Five stars I need a refill from the bros Once a week Don't stop We ain't stopping And Just because we're fair Just because we are fair and we don't only read the the pats on the back and all the good comments and we don't ignore the negative, we did get a one-star review on iTunes, and I will read it. This one comes in from G.I. Joe 407. He says, one-star review. I have listened since day one. I looked forward to all the content that was broadcast. Not sure what happened to Jimmy's pet peeves. They disappeared. He only adds negative comments and can't even speak on any topic without sounding as if his teeth are getting pulled to give any info. Wow. Uh, God forbid he says anything about himself, even Fat Joe. Yeah. Fat Joe. That's not my name. (laughs) Even Fat Joe talks about himself as if he shows up to say very few words. Nothing important. As he as he says for his weekend, I guess when we say, "What'd you do this weekend, Jimmy?" I didn't really do anything. Um, most of all, I can't tell if this podcast if this is a podcast or super chat cast anymore. Not the same as it was six months ago. So very fair review. Jimmy even has said that we should probably scrap his segment because he really doesn't have pet peeves anymore. And guys, I have not chimed into the YouTube live stream yet, but. Today's show is going to be a body power recap. We have so many stories. So much went on uh, this weekend. If you guys are going to super chat, if you're going to leave a donation to the show, please let's let's try to keep it topical to whatever we're talking about. I don't want to be talking about, uh, you know, me and John Jones signing a door and then you're going to ask about, you know, Joey's weight loss or something like that. Let's try to keep it In the direction of where the show is going And if someone could turn my mic up just a little bit I'd also like to I'm having having a hard time hearing myself
1: I'd also like to chime in on uh, that review a little bit So, you know, just just so everyone knows I mean, I consider that uh, constructive criticism Oh, absolutely Depending on, you know, what their intention was or not But we do take what you say seriously So we were discussing earlier before the show the possibility of trying to figure out how we can do the Super Chats in a better way where it doesn't interrupt the show and we can have the flow that still goes. We appreciate it. It's it's great and everything, but it does throw people off, and we don't want people not tuning in because of that. Um, Also, we ran some numbers, and I'm going to tell you. So the complaint was towards Jimmy Triceps, and Jimmy's a great guy, but after, after figuring some stuff out, Jimmy Triceps, I don't know if anyone's aware of this, has not been on... Since episode 54, I believe, which is... Get the fuck out of here. We're, which, what are we up to, 59 now? Which is, today is the 15th of May. He has not been here since April 3rd, the episode with Danny Coops. Wow, so, that was a minute ago, yeah. So, basically, we are taking what you said, your your criticism, and we're just going to tell him he's not allowed back. <laughs> so, so Joey, are, are you trying to say that we are now... Actively seeking a new member of the podcast? No, no, I think we have a good flow What we do is we always substitute the fourth chair For whoever we can get on Or whoever wants to come on for that week We have, obviously, people that are in the crew That can't make it every week So we substitute, like tonight, we have J-Lo And we appreciate him being here, especially since he can recap So, it's it's not like We're missing him that much, you know I mean, it'd be great if he was here But at this point, it's been, I don't know Five episodes, so I mean you know, at work, if we were an employer, right? Um, if you do not show up to work for X amount of days, typically it's three days, so we'll consider that three weeks of podcasts. Um, that is called job abandonment, and wow. you <laughs> will be terminated in our system. He's pulling out the no call, no show. So it appears
0: he's he's been terminated. Listen, I don't want to harp too much about Mister Triceps, but he did send me a screenshot early this morning that his his main job is calling—I I know people think that podcast co-host is his main job, but he does have a job <laughs> outside of that. And he has to be about an hour away from his house at 6 o'clock in the morning tomorrow, which means that he has to probably be awake by like 4.15, 4.30, and right now it's already after 9 o'clock. By the time we're done with this podcast, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, I'm, Jimmy, I'll
1: give to,
2: you a speed pass,
1: Jim. I'll give you a speed Jimmy, pass. Jimmy, you get a speed pass. i would give him a speed pass, but I'm going to have to review the previous four excuses. <laughs> fair like, enough. So, okay, fair enough. We'll fair see.
0: Enough. All right, guys. Well, let, he should be used to not sleeping, though. That is true. He did room with me for two nights. Well, we'll get into that. He was supposed to room with me for four nights, but because of my um, sleep apnea, he had to get his own room two of the four nights, but we'll get into that in a moment. Guys, Listen. The most common DM I got. when I got back, I was not mu- first of all the Wi-Fi at the hotel at the Crown Plaza over in Bur- Birmingham, Birmingham. It's not Birmingham, it's Birmingham. United Kingdom was out the whole fucking weekend. What a weekend for them to have the Wi-Fi out when all social media influencers and youtubers and everyone who's going to be clogging up the internet, uh, they did not have it available. So I must have paid 200 extra dollars in extra, uh, you know, getting extra storage or whatever the fuck you call it. Anyway, when I got back and I started going through all the DMs, the number one question is, Rob, why doesn't RF615 work anymore on steel? If you listen to the show for the last couple of weeks, that is because the code is now RF10. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to save 10% on steel? RF10. Ten. That's ours and Robert, F as and Frank. Ten. Also, just want to remind you guys that Cezil is available. Excuse me, Sezzle is available. It will break up your total bill into fours. Uh, it by four, and you can pay little by little if you don't have all the cash right up front. Now, let's get to this caption contest before we get into uh, th- the bulk of the show. Three or four weeks. Or three weeks ago, I posted something on my Instagram that said, "Hey." If you caption this picture, something funny, witty, clever, and you read the description, you follow the instructions, I am going to give you a $100 Visa gift card, which I'm showing the live stream right now. Yes, I still have it. It's in my possession. You're going to get a podcast hoodie. You're going to get a t-shirt and a bottle of hard AF. Somebody at the table here, tell me, why did the winner not reach out to me? Because they probably don't Don't listen listen to to the the podcast. podcast. They don't listen to the podcast. Now... The following week we read the caption and the name of the runner up. And someone at the table will tell me why did he not reach out to us?
1: Because they, they didn't listen, listen to the podcast.
0: Okay. <laughs> he
1: or she, we're we're not sure, but I mean, I can't believe it's this difficult to give out three hundred dollars. Like it is bro. I mean,
0: Listening to the podcast is like paying your bills. It's something you're supposed to be doing anyway. (laughs) Why do you own... And listen, it's not like I'm making you listen to the whole show. Listen for the first five minutes. We're going to announce your name. We're going to read your caption. And that's it. So...
1: It does does go to show uh, what the internet has become, which is it started as an Instagram caption, 8,500 comments or so. And we can't give... The the, the money away It's because people's attention spans It's like they'll do whatever is easiest And then after that they're just like "All right, I give up I'm not even going to listen in
0: Yeah like I said I I don't know I don't know I'm trying to give Money away I'm trying to give a $100 Visa Gift card away I see Lorene uh, Lorene I'm sorry in the live stream right now And I know she is a recipient Of a $100 Visa gift card So uh, shout out to Lorene in the live stream All the mods in there doing their thing So here we go the winner the final winner that I'm going to choose from that caption contest, I don't have the caption pulled up, but I remember when I was on the treadmill earlier, I made sure that he followed both Robert Frank and Robert underscore Frank. The caption included Trembolone Sandwich and uh, Bubble Butt Slut. His name, Instagram handle is at hunterdelpha one Sorry, everybody else who has been lobbying uh, and trying to bribe me into winning this contest. I took the picture, and I put your caption to it, and it fit the best. So if you guys want to go search hunterdelpha one he should be one of the top comments. I think he's got like four or 500 likes on the actual comment. You are the winner. hunterdelpha one You have 48 hours from about 11 p.m. this Wednesday night to reach out to me, letting me know that you are the winner, and I'm going to give you all this shit. If you do not reach out to me, this Hundred dollar Visa gift card, the hoodie, the T shirt, the hard AF is going to a, a brand new contest.
1: No, let's use it to go out one night and get as many shots as we can get with it. And just because I don't know, I just thought of that now.
0: Well, yeah, see, here's the thing: um, I don't buy shots anymore. John Jones buys shots for me.
1: Ooh, oh, yeah! John Jones. I can't wait to hear uh, this John story. John Jones'
0: story out
3: already. But well, what are we going to use the hard AF on? <laughs> <laughs> on a bubble bus.
1: I'll, I'll tell you what we're not going to use it on. Yeah, my wife.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> all right, guys. So let's get into this. Let's get into this fucking trip here, okay? Uh, Pody, I just need you to be on point real quick because before we do, juicy AF tank tops and toxic masculinity T-shirts are back in stock, all sizes at RobertFrank615.com. <laughs> So, here's how we're going to start the trip. Before we left for the UK, I went with our boy, Beard So Strong, a.k.a. J-Lo, and we got his passport renewed. While he was getting his passport renewed, he called out Conor McGregor. He said, show up at the airport, you little Irish prick, and fight me. (laughs) And what happened? We get to Ireland. We're in Dublin. J-Lo has got his sleeves rolled up, walking around. Looking for Conor McGregor, and he is a no show. So, Conor uh, McGregor, Beard So Strong, one, Conor McGregor, zero. Um, Do you want to give us a brief 20 second post fight recap, Jay, about your victory? Sure.
3: Uh, I'm going to give a quick recap. We're walking through the airport. Security held us back. Right, you know, and Conor is a little bitch. That's all I have to say. So Conor
0: McGregor, yeah, you, uh, you're zero and one.
1: Is it is it true that he was at the nearby private airport on accident, and he thought that's where you guys were going because he figured you guys fly private? He didn't want the sauce. <laughs> he, didn't,
0: he didn't. He want. He didn't want the smoke. Right? Isn't that a saying? Like you don't want the smoke. Yeah. He doesn't want these hands. Uh, he was scared. All right, let, let me get, I, I don't want to miss these these couple of donos that I have here uh, before we get into the next topic. Already fucking up. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Benjamin Johnson, Rob, will you be going to the Aries Fitness Party? I have no idea what that is, brother, but if someone invites me, I might go. And uh, another uh, dono comes in from Austin Thomas. What's up, bros? Shout out to Jimmy for responding to my Instagram comments. Made me feel like I was talking to a superstar. Wow. All you got to do is get Jimmy tristeps to respond to a comment, and you feel like a superstar. That's some good shit, man. Austin, thank well, you for the donor. We appreciate it.
1: Just so you know, he's been terminated from this podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's no longer a member of the podcast. We need to get some new channel art going and everything. He's, uh, yeah. So anyways, um, so we leave the airport, Dublin, Ireland. We leave uh, sometime in the afternoon, our time, in uh, New Jersey. We get to the EWR, uh, Newark Airport, fly into Dublin. I think it was like a five or six hour flight. We get to Dublin. We're hanging out there for about an hour or so. It was like an overnight flight because we we skipped like six hours ahead because of the time difference. So we hung out in the airport for a little bit. By the time we caught another plane to get into Birmingham, uh, we got to the hotel sometime on Thursday morning, probably around eight or nine o'clock. It was, o'clock. Early. It was yeah. early as fuck. Yeah, I need to call out who booked those flights. Uh,
3: well,
1: that would be that would be me. What did I do? That
2: was all that was available. I'm sure <laughs> no, that, no, that, no, that no, was no, best no, no. available. We,
1: when I tell you, we looked for so. Every flight. Realistically, though, the flights weren't too bad going there. Coming home with that layover, coming back was like three and a half hours. There was nothing even remotely close. And going there, you landed in Ireland at about 11 p.m. Eastern time. So, like your body clock, you still should have been awake at that point. No, so no, that's not the problem though. The problem is
3: we show up at, what, 8.30 at the hotel? hotel.
1: So the initial plan was to get another hotel the night before. That way, technically, you were checked in like a whole 12 hours prior. But then a whole bunch of different things happened, and that never happened.
3: Yeah, we tried to do things like go to
1: the gym. Yeah. No, oh, no, I know. Trust me, we it, the, the planning of that was, especially knowing how this trip went, things changed multiple times, and then next thing you know, now you have multiple rooms that you didn't anticipate having, extra nights, when the original plan would have been to book the room one night in advance, so that way you got there and you had a room already. That was thought of. Unfortunately, it was just, everything got fucked. Next time. Dude, we had the
2: bougiest customer service agent at the hotel. Really? Oh, she, she was... was bad. She she was a cutie, but she was bougie, bro. Yeah. She was <laughs> saying how her husband was rich, but you know what? She actually did extend and kind of go above and beyond certain, you know, what time did they let you in the room at? <sighs>
0: their time.
1: I think it was like 10. We weren't supposed to we weren't That's supposed not to, terrible. Yeah, we
0: weren't supposed to get in until two uh two PM, but she hooked us up and she uh she kind of slid us in a little early. But yeah, she was uh eh, she, you know, she was, she was like, cool yeah, though. my husband's a fucking, like, multi-millionaire. I just work. <laughs> uh, okay, your husband's a multi-millionaire, but you're working the front desk at a fucking Crown, uh, crown Plaza. Well, here, how did she look? What'd she look like? Did she look like she had oh, some she money? Could,
2: she could have got the business, bro. Yeah? She,
0: she yeah. yeah, if you, I mean, yeah, with a couple of drinks and, and a couple lines of Coke, yeah, you would have been. You don't yeah. need all the extra yeah. stuff.
3: She could have got it. She uh, was pretty cute for a Romanian woman. Yeah, she was Romanian. She was uh, Romanian built in the UK, huh? Yeah.
2: She's yeah. built 12. To she six. said she spoke like six languages.
3: Yeah, hmm. she spoke six languages. She's married to an Englishman. That's why and she has a young daughter. That's why she lives there. But her husband has like a million dollar business building crap in Miami. Hmm. And I'm like, He's why are you He's definitely kidding?
1: banging Cubans. Yeah, she was yeah. definitely making a lot of sneak, you know, jokes with us, though. You know, She's she might sneak work days. at the hotel, because that's probably, like, the easiest way to get dudes. Yeah. You already got room, a room right there. You go to work. You just wake <laughs> up, roll out of bed, go downstairs.
3: We ran into her a couple times, like, coming back to the hotel out of the convention and stuff. And hmm. she, she was uh, pretty friendly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nice.
3: <laughs>
0: she, def- yeah,
3: she And def-
1: nobody here. Nobody did anything. Maybe. Uh, Not with
0: her, no. No? Uh, So let's go to the room situation. (laughs) So the room situation was supposed to be myself and Jimmy Triceps, and Beard So Strong and Ray Worldwide shared a room for the couple of days that we were there. First night, Jimmy Triceps got no sleep because I have severe sleep apnea, and I don't know what it is. It's not snoring. I, like, gasp all night for air, which I know is really bad. And I know I'm against doctors. I've said this a million times. But because of some recent bouts that scared even myself, soon as I got back, MBJ made me an appointment with the sleep specialist next Wednesday. So I'm going to a fucking doctor. Do you know what? I think Thanks. that's... Yeah, I
3: was about to clap for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go. I'm
0: going to a doctor. I'm not going to a doctor for piss and brown and piss and blood of and shit and not. blood and everything. But I need my, my fucking sleep, goddammit.
1: No, so, but maybe you'll go and they'll be like, uh, the reason you're not sleeping is because you're gargling on your own blood in the middle of the night. And then could be, that could, could also be. be what's coming out of your uh, dick. So, Could be. Could it's be. a step in the right direction. I am very happy about it. So, so I'm sure yeah. we all are. So yes. I'm, I'm going to the doctor. And so Jimmy
0: Triceps was, this was uh, Thursday night. Friday morning was the first day of the expo. He's not in a grouchy mood, but he, he got no sleep. because None of I'm us sleep. got any sleep. We are hanging out with John fucking Jones. That's, yeah, how are we skipping that? Okay, so Thursday, let's recap Thursday. We check into our room. It's now 10.30, we get something to eat, it's like 10.30, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, something like that. We're in our rooms, our bags are, you know, we're unpacking our bags and everything, so we were allowed to go over to the uh, the exhibit center, whatever it's called, the NEC building, where body power was being held, so we could start setting up our booth. We dragged all the fucking suitcases with all the merch and all the steel and everything there. And we met a couple of people while we were there. And Jimmy Triceps, when we got back from doing all that, I went back to the room and I took a nap. Because for some reason, I was just dying. Jimmy comes into the room after going to get something to eat. And he goes, yo, you'll never guess who I ran into on on the escalator. I was like, who did you run into? He goes, your boy, John Jones. I said, oh, Really? And the story wasn't adding up. It didn't it, sound no like it was it. true. Nobody believed Not one person them. believed Like, the way that he said, well, whatever conversation was going, it was like, he was going up the escalator. John Jones was going down the escalator. John Jones doesn't know who the fuck Jimmy Triceps is. So, they, he was like, we locked eyes, and we smiled at each other, and all this and that. And it was just like, <laughs> it didn't make sense. Sounded like a romantic novel. Yeah. So, <clears throat> he was like, yeah, tell Rob... Jimmy was like, "Yeah, I'm here." With Robert Frank and uh, John Jones was like, "Yeah, tell Rob to come see me." Oh, he doesn't have to wait in line. All this—it just didn't sound right. So Jimmy then tells Ray and Beard So Strong that he saw uh, John Jones on the ele- on the escalator, and Jay was looking at Jimmy like, "Come on, dude. Like, come up with a better lie than that." Yeah. Turns out later on that night. After we're going out, we're trying to find something to do. We know that we have a busy day the next day. We didn't want a too too crazy night, but let's let's see the city a little bit, right? Next to our hotel was like a casino, a mall. It was pretty cool, walking distance. We're walking into the casino. Who's fucking walking out? But John Jones and and his crew, right? His couple security guards, another UFC fighter. I forget his name. Do you remember think that his was name? Him.
3: I don't believe that was you. I think it was just part of his team. Oh, are you sure? I think okay. it was his team. Somebody in the comments said that was him, but I know a lot about USC. He he didn't look like him. It kind of did in that picture.
0: Okay, but no. Okay, so anyway, so um, J- John Jones, I'm like, oh shit, what's up, bro? So we're over here and we're fucking like. Hugging it out, we're introducing everybody to everybody. And Jimmy's like, yo, will you tell these motherfuckers that I saw you <laughs> earlier on the escalator? And John Jones like, yeah, yeah, I saw you before. So it co-signed that Jimmy was telling the truth and he really did see him. Um, but John is like, hey, like, you wanna go get shots? Like, and I'm like, I ain't turning down no fucking shots from John Jones, let's go. So we all roll into the fucking casino together. Now Beard So Strong, out of all of us at the table, is probably the biggest UFC fan here, right? Yeah. And John Jones is probably like your favorite UFC fighter, right? Yes. Has to be. So, can you explain briefly what was going through your mind when you first realized that, yo, we're here with John Jones? What the fuck is going on?
3: First of all, I want to apologize how I acted. I acted like <laughs> a little bitch. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I was the biggest fanboy. In the whole, like, I don't get excited for celebrities. I don't normally care. But when I saw John Jones, my eyes lit up. Like, I got like a little shaken. I didn't know yeah. what to say. I was stumbling on my words. Yeah. And then you guys say, Oh, this motherfucker called you out. I'm like, What? Yeah. And then he yeah. comes over to me. I'm like,
1: No, 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 no. Did no, no, he no. joke around at all about that and like just kind of mess with you or anything? Oh, he did. Yeah, because yeah. oh. I, I put, yeah.
2: I put, I held the camera up, and I was like, yo, Johnny, I know you don't watch the podcast, but you see that tall motherfucker right there? He called you out. He said he wants to fight you. (laughs) So, John's like, oh, yeah, and he walks
3: over to James. He's like, oh. For the record, I did not call him out. Y'all, everyone here called him out.
1: J-Lo was not on that episode, but um, we did discuss that J-Lo, everyone agreed that, I think they said J-Lo would whoop him, and I kept saying no. he would <laughs> kick, your, he'd kick your
0: head right off of you. Well, the story goes, prior to us going to Body Power, I I DM'd John, and I said, hey, what? Well, by the way, now I have his phone number, so I don't have to DM Ooh. him anymore. Me too. Um, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was trying to pick me up or something. <laughs> so... I DM him, and I say, hey, John, we'll be at Body Power. It looks like I'll be seeing you. I'll be meeting you. I'm excited. And he left me on scene. So that's why we were calling him out. Like, you know, you don't leave Robert Frank on scene. Like, Jimmy Triceps don't wait in the line. You don't leave Robert Frank on scene. Beard So Strong is going to whoop that ass when he sees you. So that's so, why yeah, we So, yeah,
2: Beard So Strong had to take the L
0: on default. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Just... No. Wait, I had to fight like I think it's five people apparently. Yeah, and it was p- it was uh, Rob <laughs> Bailey, yeah.
0: it was uh, John Jones, Conor McGregor, and some other people. Whoever else was going be I was this
3: confident ex- for all of them except for John Jones.
2: <laughs> yeah, because when you guys sit next to each other and I sized the both of you jokers up, I was shaking my head at you. It, it wouldn't not, have been a good look.
3: <laughs> no, I, they list him as six four. I'm six four. He's at least an inch taller. Really? Than, yeah. At least.
0: Wow. So maybe you're really six <laughs> three. What?
3: Yeah. No,
1: I'm six four, brother. I just
3: okay. measured myself. It's after not I saw just
1: him. that though. He's he's lethal. Like he could actually kill somebody.
3: He's all arms and legs. Like his torso is so small, but like he can kick the you force. Yeah. Like yeah. if you
1: did one of those ESPN like the science fucking thing they do, I forget what it's called, sports science. Yeah. I bet you he does unbelievable stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah. He does. But l- let me tell you to to speak on that. Just how. Cool and how humble he was, it it was absolutely amazing. Like the guy, the way he spoke to us, the way that he embraced um, us—not only him and his voice, like you would have thought that this was like the fifth, sixth time we hung out. Yeah, I can tell. From
1: I was texting Rob from based on the videos, it's like he literally was like part of the crew. It seemed like you guys had his hands are all over him. He seems really like a good guy. Yeah, it
0: was genuine. He must have hugged me ten times. I was like, I, but I felt like it was like. It, it was a trap like he was hugging me and then he was going to suplex me <laughs>
2: um who were you talking about when he was like um we're talking about somebody a real big name and he was like oh, fuck USC. such a, he was like no he was like fuck such and such i'm hanging out with robert frank
1: oh shit who, i forget.
2: he he it was a big name person and he pretty much said hey fuck them they're not here i'm hanging out with robert frank don't
1: blow up the guy's spot yeah <laughs> no.
0: I, I don't remember who it was but i do remember he said that he and i was like whoa this that. is fucking really weird so anyways john jones Bought us a round of shots. We all, fuck, we drinking together. And then while we were in this little uh, restaurant that's inside the casino. It's a bar. The, a bar. The manager of the bar came over to us and he said, hey, would you mind signing the Wall of Fame? And it was basically just a door that any celebrity, and uh, I love how he said, all the celebrities uh, signed this door and here I am signing it. Like, I'm a fucking celebrity. Uh, but he was like, you know, sign this door, or whatever. So me and John Jones signed the door. It was, dude, it was fucking awesome. And then bought another. He bought another round of shots. Yeah. No, no, no. The own, the the manager the of the manager. bar was. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. He bought shots. Yeah, we were getting ready to walk out and like we were leaving, and then the manager was like, "You guys want a nightcap?" And John Jones fucking grabbed my shirt. Come on, let's go. So <laughs> fucking pull. I was like, oh god, I gotta fucking stand up and shake hands and kiss babies tomorrow, man. But he did too. And to be fair, this motherfucker's line was a billion times longer than mine. So how he was doing it, I really don't know.
1: I, I think you could make the argument that I would consider him especially in the sports world, yeah. he's an A-list celebrity. Oh my god. Like of by course. Would you agree or no? No,
3: back in the day, the heavyweight boxer of the world was like the the like the most famous, baddest man in the world. I think that now belongs to whoever the light heavyweight champion is. Because the heavyweights MMA. are slats or the are slops. That and every every fight, there's a new
1: champion. Yeah. Like this. Well, you right now, I think in in actual boxing, Anthony Jack, uh, Joshua, whatever the fuck, Gypsy King, all these people. Uh, Tyson Chandler, whatever the who? fuck their names are. Who he said Tyson exactly, Chandler? Not Tyson Chandler. <laughs> he plays basketball. <laughs> T- whatever the fuck their names are. There's three of them. They're all undefeated. But like, because they don't fight each other. But, but who are they? You're right. You're, like, you're right. They Boxing don't, is
3: dead. The to media
1: me. attention that John Jones gets, not only his record, the whole nine. He's an A-list celebrity. To me, I
3: equivalent, equivalent, I can't say the word. But equivalent. Yeah. To like Muhammad Ali, yeah. Mike Tyson, like. The cream yeah. of the crop of their time. He is the baddest He's man. He's clearly alive. the
1: face of UFC right now, right? Yeah. I mean, we would. Yeah. Well, I would say fighting in general, yeah. because boxing, like J Lo saying, is is dead basically. Yeah. There's still a few good boxes out are. there, but
3: like for the yeah. most part, it's not exciting to me watch. HBO boxing,
1: boxing doesn't even exist anymore. They have mm-hmm. that DAZN shit or whatever.
0: Before we move this along now to uh, to the next chapter, because right after that, I mean, we did another shot, and then we kind of split ways, and we went, it's we kind of parted take the Red Sea, because I didn't want to, like, he wanted us to keep hanging out with him. He was like, yo, if I can come back to the room, do this, do that, and I was just like... Yeah, we probably should. We're ending it on a good note right now, where like we're not being like clingy and shit. Let's fuck it. Let him do his thing. Let us do our thing. We got a big day tomorrow. So before we go into day one of the uh, of the body power, let's. Take care of some of these uh, donations that came through the show. And remember, guys, if you can, p- try to keep it topical if you're going to super chat tonight because we, we have a lot to get into. But Little Joe Dirts, I don't want to ignore you, says Ray Vegas uses the Grinder app. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> uh, look at
0: that. <laughs> uh, Who said that? <laughs> uh, Little Joe Dirts.
1: <laughs> Savage damn. Joe.
0: You. Joe Shipla says I'm competing in my first competition. Any advice? Uh, yeah. yeah, up the trend, bro, and be drugs, confident. Drugs and more drugs. Just go, yeah, drugs, drugs, and more drugs. No, seriously, just dude, be confident, own it, have a good time. Don't like, I know you have to take it seriously because it's a serious thing. You want to win, you want to show up your best, but go up and have a good time, man. Just fucking don't worry about what you do because at the end of the day. It's four judges or five judges judging you on your hard work over the last, you know, six months or four months, however long you've been competing. And, you know, dude, if you just got yourself in the best shape of your life that you're ever going to be in, in your entire life, or you've gotten yourself in, there's no judge that can tell you that you're fucking first place, last place, whatever. So just I go and have fun
2: with it. That's actually really good advice, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Very I know our, our girl BritBod is, is doing her first show. I think it's coming up next weekend. Yeah. I know... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely be there. So we're we're gonna root her on. But I know what goes into all that. It's what do fine. you mean, just you? I don't no, 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 no. We're all going. But I know. I don't know. I didn't know
1: that you were gonna go as well. I'm literally the one who said where it was. Okay. At. So we are going. So
0: we are going. <laughs> so Britt Bod, if you're listening, Nikki. Uh, If you're Nick, if you're listening, we will be there. Uh, Austin Thomas with another dono chest day prayer shirt. Rob, I got kicked out of Planet Fitness when I went to work out with my brother-in-law for wearing my sick fucking pump shirt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's going to happen if you work out of Planet Fitness, brother. Uh, Rodney Jean Baptiste with a dollar dono. Uh, Don't have a comment, but thank you, uh, Rodney and Austin Thomas again. Are you guys going to be at the bodybuilding competition in June? In Kansas City, Missouri. No, I do not think so. June is a busy month for me. The only thing that I know for sure that I'm going to be doing in June uh, that is locked up is I think June 29th. We'll be in Philadelphia for the Ring of Honor show. It's a television taping. And hopefully I will get to meet my second man crush in the world, Jay Briscoe from the (gasps) Biscoe Brothers. And last but not least, Michael Tanza. Joey, are you hitting the var?
1: You look slimmer. Oh, ooh, a little compliment. Ooh, I got, you know... Look at the way your eyes lit up, bro. That's You're not even the first person to tell me that this week. There was a man at a store I was at. It was, he was with his family, probably a guy in his, like, 50s. And uh, I was walking down. He was with maybe his daughter and, like, his wife or somebody. Uh, and he goes, excuse me, do you lift weights? <laughs> I looked at him. I said, yes, I do. <laughs> he goes... You look it. I said, "Well, thank you." I left out of that place feeling like a million fucking bucks. Okay, yes, I have been lifting weights. Yo, Rob, did you pay
2: this guy to no. say that show? is it is it
1: comparable <laughs> to the first podcast that
0: I ever did? Was with the uh, PBR, the uh, Pizza Beer Revolution. This was like two years ago in uh, down the shore, probably longer it was than Asbury that. Park. It Was longer than two years ago, and me and Joey went. And Joey stood off to the side, arms folded, sitting on a stool, just waiting for some shit to go down. And they said, damn, you brought your bodyguard with you. That Joey, felt good as well. Joey felt like a fucking million bucks. He talked about it the whole ride to the bar. I'm
3: going to talk about that bodyguard situation. Oh, yeah. Judging by some of the bodyguards I saw at... uh Woo-hoo. Where we at? Body, f- power, power, body power. Body power. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a compliment. Okay.
1: So that is why I was <laughs> oh, gonna just now say. Damn. I was gonna Shots say fired. That is that. It didn't feel good. It felt good, but not not like what this felt like because I have been working hard. And sure, could I be working even harder? We were just mentioning this earlier. Could I cut my diet, make it even better? Sure. But to give you an example, I was going to go to Sonic tonight, and I googled the nutrition facts for what I was going to get, which is a large cherry limeade, 90 carbs, and I was going to get the chicken tenders. That would have been so far into the carbs for, like, your week. So I went to the store, and I got a diet Snapple, and I got a salad. So I am doing a lot better, and I am. I was at the gym yesterday, Rob, 40 minutes cardio. I was at the gym today before I came here, did chess, played basketball for my cardio today. I've been doing a lot. So... You know what? I'm glad that person just left that comment. If yeah. I was in the chat, I would give that guy a dono right now. Wow. You,
2: you know, Joe, while we were away, somebody actually asked me, you know, they were like, is Joe serious this time? And I looked this person <laughs> dead in their eye, and I said, you know what? I think he actually <laughs> means it this
1: time. <laughs> yes. So I'm 99 days away from going on my cruise. Rob's got a cruise coming up, too. Yep. And summer's coming. So I'm... At, if I'm ever going to put in the effort, it's it's Now's definitely time, now bro. because summer's coming. I can't pull off hoodies going out in the summer. And I want to be able to still go out. So it's like I can't wear hoodies in fucking 90 degrees. <laughs> so I have to shed at least 20, 30 pounds. But Just I-
2: ask Rob what his secret is because he does it. Oh, Yeah, I do. I wear hoodies
0: all year. Oh, I
1: thought you were talking about weight loss. <laughs> you're talking about hoodies out. <laughs>
0: no, I am. I am. Uh, I am losing a lot of weight. Well, while we were out at Body Power okay. in the UK, we must We maybe ate maybe twice a day. That was it. When you're used to eating day. five six meals a day, dude. Yeah, I just checked my weight too. Day, bro, we're all down five. Down. We're all down weight just because there was so much going on. But let me, uh, let me rewind just a little bit because I know I'm on my way to Friday morning. That Thursday night, Jimmy Triceps and myself went to uh, Emporium Gym, which is like the big gym out in that area. And they always host like big Olympia fucking things and uh, not Olympia, body power, um, you know, events and stuff like that. So all your big name athletes ...that are at Body Power when they need a place to train, they go to this place called Emporium Gym. It's an awesome gym. Different rooms with, like, different equipment. It's got, like, a chest and shoulder room with plate-loaded machines, pin-loaded machines, dumbbell. everything. It's crazy, right? So, me and Jimmy go there. Now, as you guys know, for the past couple of weeks, we've been, not trolling, but kind of having fun with Dana Lynn and Rob Lynn Bailey, Right? So I knew that I had a speaking engagement with them the first day of Body Power, which was the Friday. And basically, it was a, uh, a live talk in front of a studio audience or auditorium, whatever you want to call it. And long story short, I ended up getting in touch with Rob Bailey prior to us leaving. And we, everything was good. We knew that we were going to be seeing each other and talking together and everything was all good. Me and Jimmy are at the gym. Now, picture this, everybody. Anybody who's a bodybuilding fan, okay? And you know a little bit about fitness. Me and Jimmy are in the gym. Who's training over there is Dana Lynn Bailey. Who's over here, Mike Rashid. Who's over there, Mac Truck. Who's over there, Phil Heath. We're under the same roof as all these fucking people working out. It was, it, I felt like I didn't belong. It was fucking insane. So, I see Rob Bailey. And he comes down this rampway and I'm like, there he is. You know, I just want to break the ice with him. And he goes, the first thing he said to me was, you know what? He goes, I thought that was you, but you look black. <laughs> because I had my hoodie on. I have my, 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 uh, my hat on and my beard and you could only see a little bit of my face, and I had a really good tan going into Body Power because I knew that I wasn't going to be tanning for the five days that I was there. So I made sure I was extra dark. And um, yeah, he thought I was black. But let me say, let me t- tell you guys this: Were you were you
2: expecting a right hook I was from him? Were you on your guard?
0: Well, he shook my hand, and he did one of those like wouldn't let go of my hand. So you waiting for handshakes? It. So I was waiting for him to fucking short line, <laughs> clothesline me like like Jake the Stink Roberts. Um, but he ended up pulling me in, giving me a hug. Nice to meet you. Yeah, we'll fucking kill it tomorrow. Don't worry. He knew I was a little nervous for this speech um, because I've never did public speaking before. I'd never talked in front of an audience. But he, uh, dude, him and Dana, let me tell you something, solid fucking people. And I take back anything that I ever said being mean, negative. And thank God, Thank God we didn't start no shit at the Arnold like we were planning on doing.
1: Oh my God, I I, I wonder whose idea that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Because Joe
1: thinks about the future.
0: Yes, and thank God we didn't do that because uh, wanna, this would have made this very awkward.
3: I to also thank God because I never realized how huge this guy was. Yeah, Rob. Bell and Bell was I was a supposed to take that fight on. What would oh. you
0: say? <laughs> what would you say
3: his height was? Oh, he was at least my 6'4". Six, six. Really? He yeah, he's, yeah,
0: he's Jay's height. He's yeah, Jay's, wow. height. Jay's height. Everybody like, out there is Jay's height. And yeah. jacked out of their mind. Yeah, fucking... He's, he is a big, thick motherfucker. We're standing on stage, and I keep fucking looking down at this motherfucker's legs. He's got on, like, skinny jeans, and his legs are fucking, like... Dude. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that Friday night, they had a... We did, we did the whole body power thing. We met all the bros and broettes that came on Friday. Um, they kept pulling me away cause I had different like speaking things that I had to do on both Friday and Saturday. But when I was up there with Dana and Rob, it was almost like Rob was interviewing me. They had an MC, the guy, Jamie, who was fucking awesome, made the whole weekend super easy for me. But Rob was, Rob knew my, my history. He knew that I started out making fun of CrossFit doing the little 15-second videos. He really wasn't sure when it turned from How do you know all this? Because he followed me. Wow. He gave me... Well, I don't know if he actually followed me, but he he knew of my progression of social media. Hmm. He fucking gave me a shout-out way back in the day. I forget what video it was. It was a CrossFit trolling video on his flag nor fail page, which at the time had 20,000 followers. Today, that would be the equivalent of 20 million. You know what I mean? This is back, like, five years ago. He actually gave me a shout-out, and I remember I got, like, 100 new followers that day. And I was like, holy shit. And when you have 800 followers and you bump to 900, that's a big fucking number back in the day. You know what I mean? So, anyways, super cool dude. And Dana was like, hey. I said, hey, are you going to this party tonight? The first night of Body Power, they had a pink carpet party, which was um, celebrating... Muscle and Fitness UK's new release of their new magazine, the only people who were invited to this party were the uh, influencers and the athletes of Body Power. So it was me and my plus three, Jimmy, uh, uh, Ray, JLo, and myself went, uh, and all your athletes were there. And so Dana was the cover person for this event. And I said, hey, are you going to this thing? She goes, I don't know anything about it. I was like, you're on the fucking poster that you're hosting it. She goes, I need to find out about this. She goes, are you going? And I said, I think I'm going. She goes, I'll only go if you go. Probably blowing smoke up my ass. But anyway, her and Rob made a 12-minute cameo. We timed it. Uh, (laughs) We did a shot together. Uh, I also did a shot with Jimmy Lewin that night. For those of you who don't know Michelle Lewin and Jimmy Lewin, I know I'm dragging this out, but Jimmy Lewin may be my new man crush. Yeah,
1: introduced by me. Dude, Jimmy Lewin
0: is probably the best-looking dude I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and the fact that he bangs Michelle
1: every night, it just makes him even more of a guy. And, he, he's dude, he's very... He, if you go on his Instagram, he uses a lot of humor and stuff. Yeah, oh, he's they're, a are dude. They're a really cool couple. And he's been with her before she was hot. Like, she was, she was always good-looking, but she didn't look anything like she looks now. And they've been together that whole time. Dude, I, I said to him, and by this
0: point, I'm three sheets to the wind. I think the whole weekend I was drunk, but... I, I, I was feeling no pain. I was good to go. I, I had no insecurities or anything. And I saw him standing in the corner with his wife and somebody else. So I went over to him and I said, Jimmy, I said, hey. I said, I know you don't know who I am. My name is Robert Frank. I was actually with you at FitCon two years ago in London. Um, but I just, I don't want to bother you. I just want to shake your hand, say what's up. And Michelle was like, she kind of like leaned in to listen to what we were saying. I shook her hand and then I wanted to keep it moving. Motherfucker, grab my arm. What are you drinking? Jack Daniels, baby. Nice. Let's go. So a little shot with Jimmy Lewin. That was a no big deal. But I would say the star of that whole after party had to be Jen's the Beast from 5% Nutrition. Yeah. Dude, Never. we always hear never judge a book by its cover. If you look at this dude, fucking massive arms, massive chest, shoulders... Bald head Tattoos all over His whole face is tattooed He's got this huge red beard He's the scariest looking motherfucker on the planet
1: and he is the... Sounds man. like uh, those guys from Game of Thrones that live on the other side of the wall. Dude. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of the yeah. uh, wildlings. The wildlings, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he would be is, like
0: the King Wildling. Yo, he is the fucking nicest dude in the world, man. And Just don't he, piss him off, though. Yeah, don't, don't piss him off, because we almost saw him <laughs> get into a
1: pretty big fight uh, that night. So, anyways... He's an awesome dude. Rumor has it with that fight, you guys were all ready to throw down. Is this true? Well, oh, yeah, I would have definitely... Here, here, here's I told what you, happened.
0: Here's what happened.
1: Because I respect you guys let, for that. That me, means... Let me play this I out. I wouldn't get my ass beat if it ever came down to it. Let Never. me play
0: this out for you. So, we're all there. Now, it's a party. Now, it's 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Everybody's drinking. The drinks are flowing. Everybody's feeling good. And because of the way Jen's looks with the tattoos and everything, when people get drunk, they start to poke. They start to, you know, fucking uh, instigate. So this big ass... And this guy was big. He was probably JLo's like, height, but probably had maybe 50 to 100 pounds on his You could tell J-Lo. he was a, a fairly
3: sizable dude. He's pretty active. He, could, he probably works out a little bit. Yeah.
0: Big, works. big motherfucker. He starts going up to Jen saying, oh, you know, well, you're a tough guy or something like no, that. No, you a fighter? You yeah. A fi-
3: like, yeah, I'm you to a fighter.
0: A, I'm trying to do a Polish
3: accent. Yeah, ladies. yeah.
0: He's like, but kind of like... Saying like, hey, you think you're fucking big and bad type shit. So Jens is like, no, man, no, I'm a, I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. You know, he's just because he doesn't want to start no shit. So the guy just keeps poking and keep poking. It. He's like, hey, we should get a picture. We should get a picture. So Jens is like, yeah, no big deal, man. Let's get a picture. So then as they're getting ready to pose for the picture, the dude then starts fucking poking again at him. Like, yeah, you know, tattoos on your face. You think you're fucking badass. Like, so Jens is like, yo, do you want the fucking picture or not? That's when... It got real. It got real. Now, I positioned myself... I We've just met this dude, but I felt like if some shit went down, I got this dude's back. L- little old me, right? I positioned myself behind behind this big-ass Polish dude, right? Just in case. And I'm just standing there with my drink. Just in case anything went Choke down. Choke him out. I would have fucking grabbed his leg like a little fucking dog. I saw Ray and Jay position themselves around. Like, we knew what we were doing. If this shit was going down, we were jumping on this dude. Fucking Jimmy Triceps bounced. He was like, yo, I want no part of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Um, but, yeah, no. I, I know if push came to shove. Fucking, and if Jimmy saw us getting our ass whooped, he would have been right there, too. But uh, it was
1: just funny that, yeah, it... Dude,
0: why, why would you even want to start?
1: You've meeting? even experienced that, though. And that's why we always say, you know, while we don't consider you like this, this god or celebrity or whatever, I mean, technically, in a form you are, right? But at the same time, we always say we don't like when you go to a bar by yourself. You no. Like when you're just with 10 girls and it's you. Because the problem is that type of shit happens. Because people look for the soft target. Oh, there's Rob. He's by himself. I'm wasted. I'm going to go fuck with him. Yeah. And that's what people do all the time yeah no like, it's true and, but it's, it's
2: funny look what i what did i say to jens earlier that day i said yo big man if somebody here picks on you doing this expo i got your back yeah. <laughs> he started to laugh hey lo and behold man you never know yo you
0: never fucking know I,
3: we just met this guy like earlier in the day at the expo he came up to us yep and through the whole party talking to him and his wife you find out these people are amazing. Yeah, I would. I was getting ready to take that punch. I was gonna eat it. <laughs> yeah. I would have been lights out. Yeah, when I was about to eat it for him because that guy. I don't know. I got. A, I got a man
0: crush on him. He's got a. Yeah.
2: He's got a real dope story. So despite the facade, he's dude, actually pretty interesting. Did, did he's, like he's five interesting or six dude.
0: years in prison. Yeah, we uh, talked for a minute, bro. Th- yeah, this dude is the real deal. Now, Jay. Is not like a fitness guy. Jay doesn't know the fitness community. Jay could have walked past Phil Heath and not had any fucking idea. Know I knew he was he, somebody, but I knew
3: who the hell he was. But we did cross paths.
0: Right, right. So photo photobomb one of his photos. Max, that is true. So for Jay to 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 meet him, now I knew who Jens was because I I just knew his face. Me and him have been friends on Facebook for a while. So when he came up to the booth. And he, you know, we did a little video together. We put that little video together in like not even a minute, where I was like, "Yo, if anybody fucks with me, you got to fuck with the motherfucking beast." Yeah. You know, so that was a pretty cool. Uh, I really love that, 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 was that
3: was guy. Video. Him and his his wife, they're really good people. Very What's good. his wife look like hot? Huh? She's a good looking woman. She's very yeah. pretty. definitely definitely good looking. I, would...
0: I mean, no disrespect,
3: but j- James <laughs> may mean some <laughs> <Don't> disrespect. <be laughs> so I had a like I. Listen, all these guys around talking to them, I, I'm not getting anywhere. I see her off kind of just sitting there. So I have a conversation with her, hear the story from her perspective. Right. And it just solidified that I, I like, I love this guy. Like,
2: Yeah, he's a good dude. I just had to say, walk past Jay and like, don't hold that conversation too long.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I was getting nervous as the conversation kept going longer and longer. I'm like, I'm looking at, see if he's looking at me. I'm like, I need to get out of here before he thinks... I'm trying to do something Every wrong.
1: person, though, that we've ever thought, and while we didn't think this about Jens, but every person that we've always thought was either a douchebag or an idiot or whatever, I can't think of, oh, I can think of one person. But other than that one person, everyone else... Do you want to mention else, that person? No. Okay. I mentioned it to you earlier today. Everyone that we've ever met that I had a bad thought about ended up be, being like a great person. With the exception of this one person. Everyone else. And Rob, you've had beef with Joey Swole. Turned out to be a great guy. Oh, awesome, dude. Back in the day, the nutrition guy. Um, Who's that? You guy? We're going to get diet advice from him, and then you start arguing with him.
0: Oh, Jerry Ward, yeah. Jerry yeah. Ward.
1: Cali Muscle. Cali Muscle. Yeah, Cali
0: Muscle. Had beef um, for him. Yeah, Yeah, all these people ended up being awesome fucking, except for one, and I'm not going to mention the name. I know the person that you're talking about, and I did see him at Body Power for briefly, but we won't talk about him. Anyway, we'll move on. So I need to say that out of meeting John Jones, awesome fucking guy, and we bumped into him multiple times throughout the expo. Actually, the the day after, actually, the, the Friday was the first day of the expo when we were coming back into the hotel. Now, remember... When people come up and talk to me, they, you know, a lot of people ask me to do a video for them. Hey, can you do a quick Snapchat video for my buddy? You know, he's motivated, give him motivation, whatever. And when you have a line built up of people that are waiting to take pictures with you, they see that you're doing a video for somebody, then they get in their mind, oh, shit, maybe he'll do one for me. Maybe he'll do one for me. I easily did 75 to 100 cameos, we call them cameos, bookcameo.com, by the way, forward slash Robert Frank 615. There we go. I must have done 75 to 100 a day of just screaming in people's phones in character, um, you know, telling people to get off their ass, get in the gym, uh, stop worrying about this breakup, or whatever was going on in their lives. And I lost my voice every single day And doing that you, you fucking get exhausted You know what I mean You're standing You're on your feet all day And when we got back into the hotel John Jones was sitting in there At one of the high tops Having a fucking beer The minute he saw us Got up from his little crew that he was with Came over Remember shook all of our hands What's up And he looked at me He goes Dude Your fans whooped the shit out of you today Who was with me? Was it, was it you? Jimmy? You, it was it was Jimmy, Jimmy. I was like, you are goddamn right. And uh, yeah, I, I was exhausted, but I, I love it. That's why we go to these things. But the one person out of John Jones, out of uh, who were we just talking about, Jen's the Beast, the one person that I needed to meet, never in a million years thought I would meet, that I, it made my trip, was, and I don't want to botch his last name, but you guys know him as as Chessbra, said, who is Ziz's brother. And live stream if you're looking right now, I have I have been blessed with the uh, the <laughs> ziz fucking uh, little what is this a uh, medallion or. Uh uh, what do you call this? I don't even know what it is. but
1: A necklace? A necklace, chain? A
0: necklace with a, with a little, uh, what do you call this part right here, though? Like a Jesus piece. But exactly, not, like a, a charm, a Jesus piece. But it's a silhouette of his it, brother's it as, is. It
3: might as well just be a Jesus piece. Like, do
0: it, it is Jesus. To Rob, yes. 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 Because, you know, I don't really talk about it a lot. I, I don't even know if I've even ever mentioned it. I want to talk about it. Go ahead, you talk about it.
1: Before Rob... Robert Frank, as you call him, before Rob was Rob. This is unemployed Rob. You have your stories of like success stories of Conor McGregor who's on welfare before he's in the MMA. You're talking about Jens the Beast who was in prison. Rob was unemployed, and he was working at the gym at the time, but not really like training. So on paper, the guy's unemployed. Anyway, uh, he used to talk about two things all the time, and it was the Delray Misfits. Which we had on uh, Big Brad Wolf. Uh, yep. Uh, Rob was always a fan of them. Rob didn't have Instagram at the time, no nope. social media. He was just a fan YouTube. of just YouTube. He had Delray Misfits and Ziz, and he was obsessed with this guy. Okay, and it's like, for those of you who don't know, you could look it up. Rob watches a lot of the videos still to this day, but Rob was obsessed with them. And yeah. turns out now you fast forward five, six years, and well, even longer than that. And now Rob gets to meet his brother, and it's like a dream come true for Rob. I mean, Rob has technically taken that culture that his brother was doing, which was having the friends. Uh, going out, partying, but still keeping and maintaining like your physical fitness and still eating healthy and going to the gym, the aesthetics of of wanting to look good, but be able to go out. And Rob has- not
0: to look good for
1: the stage,
0: but to look good for the bars and the clubs. And that's what Ziz preached. I don't even know. I'm curious. People in the live stream right now- uh, that are in on YouTube watching us live. How many of you guys know who Ziz is? Just, you know, give me a yes, I know who he is, or yeah, yeah, I know. So, because I'm, I'm curious, because a lot of people, because as time goes on, Ziz died in 2011. He died at like 21 or 22 years old. Um, you know, cause of death, they say was a, a heart attack or something like that, but there was probably some foul play involved, obviously, uh, that is no denying. Ziz had, you know, he lived the life. He partied. He did the the drugs. He did the steroids. He uh, not sure if he was a big drinker or not, but he he was a partier and he lived the lifestyle of we're going to the gym for three four hours a day. We're eating the meals. We're doing the drugs. We're doing what we got to do, not for the stage, but for the bars to go fucking bang chicks for threesomes, for foursomes, for just living that type of lifestyle. And he had a crew around him. It was him, his brother, Super Turk, Babu, Phil Ray. Kind of like how we have. We have Ray Worldwide, Beard So Strong, Joey Bagadonuts, Jimmy, Vinny. You know, we have like a whole crew kind of like that. And if you guys watch Ziz the Revolution on YouTube, it's like a 20-minute video or whatever. Around the 17 or 18-minute mark towards the end of the video, they just have people in a park coming up saying how, like a little, like five to ten seconds about how Ziz changed their life. You know, you taught me, you know, to get off the couch and into the gym. And the same things that people are saying to me now in 2019 and 17 and 18 and now 19 about, um, you know, being motivational. What do you got there?
4: Uh, we just lost the live stream. i um, oh. not sure why. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. I can see that now. But, anyways, so, yeah, Ziz uh, said, who is Ziz's brother, he blessed me with a chain, and uh, he, uh, whatever you call it, he did a little ceremony, and he says, may, you know, the spirit of uh, of Az, who's short for his Ziz, uh, be with you forever and ever, and I almost fucking started bawling. I like, I'm I'm felt bride. like you were
2: being, uh, like, knighted,
3: yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, fucking- it was a very emotional, like, ex- I... Like-
0: I was getting, like, choked up. Yeah, here, he Jimmy was too. Jimmy said the same thing. And he, he had to fucking bounce because he was like, dude, I'm going to start fucking crying. Let me get yeah. the fuck out of here. Uh, like, talking about Sid.
3: Yeah, Sid was very emotional through the pr- that process. Like, because, listen, if somebody's been in a situation where they lost their brother at a very young age. Yeah. and Before they even really truly hit their prime. Yeah. Like, I felt the emotion he was. I never knew who he was before tis, this uh, week. Another guy. Absolutely love this guy. Like
2: super cool dude, and he's built like a fucking Greek god too. (laughs) He looks
0: like he really does. With the hair, with the fucking five o'clock shadow, the tan, the tattoos, the build. He he looks like a a fucking like Greek god. Now, Jay, was it you or Jimmy who said when you first met him, you kind of had like a little? I was "Ah, this dude
3: is a little. I thought he might be a little on the arrogant side. Yeah. But then as you got to know him more and talk to him more, right, right. it's it's really not arrogance. It's it's just a he's a very confident individual. Yeah. And but he's a down to earth individual. Like I've another guy, no homo, fell in love with.
0: Yeah. Super yeah, super cool dude. So we actually trained with him. That was a dream of mine too, to fucking be able to train with fucking uh, with said. Uh, uh, Kimbo was with Kimbo Parker yeah, was with Kimbo us. Kimbo Parker. Oh, uh, Parker Kimbo. Parker Kimbo. Right from uh, from Instagram said uh, Ray Worldwide beard so strong we fucking killed it. We had like that a, was whole a hell of a workout too, yeah. dude. We did back we fucking crushed it. We did a million sets. I actually cut Phil Heath off because he was doing like close grip pull down. I just fucking sat down on his bench. First time Phil Heath ever acknowledged me ever. Back in the day, fun fact, I had problems with Phil Heath too. Because I had a friend Yeah, he's one of the dudes that I I had beef with too I even made a YouTube video about him Way back in the day Like maybe 2014 um, Because he said something to a friend of mine That wasn't very nice And uh, you know Phil eh, You know Whatever, I'm not going to talk shit about him Because he, he did give me a pound And he acknowledged my presence That I do exist And then one time This is actually a funny story Me and Jimmy are in the green room now, when you do the body power, if you're one of the, like, body power people, you, uh, you go into a green room when you want to, like, hide out and, like, not be bombarded with pictures and shit like that. They got food, water, drinks, uh, candy, whatever the fuck you want back there. And it's just a place for, like, us to chill out for a little while. So me and Jimmy are back there. And uh, Phil Heath is sitting in, uh, in the chair. And he's watching uh, YouTube videos or whatever, and he's telling—I forget who he was telling—but he was like, "Yeah, I need to watch some funny shit to kind of like lift my spirits up, so I can go back out there and fucking you know meet people and, and shake hands and kiss babies or whatever." So that was my cue to say, "Hey, you should uh, you should watch some Robert Frank videos." <laughs> he he put <laughs> he his phone yourself. he put his phone like on his lap, and he goes, "What?" Like, it was the dirtiest look and the dirtiest what, like, ever. And I'm just like, yeah, watch Robert Frank videos. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, totally blew me off. So I was like, this guy's an asshole. Uh, but anyway, on,
2: no. On a on flip side.
0: Yeah. He kind
2: of looks like we're related because he's got the ball. When we were working out, we we're both all sweaty yeah, and I'm sitting next to each other. Got the green eyes and the ball head. I'm like, I said to him, I was like, are we related? <laughs> he's
1: he's only got you by about 200 pounds. Yeah, though. yeah. He could be another one, though, who you initially think is no good. You meet him, and he might be a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. No, so. every, he was talking to everybody, you know. Um, dude, I'm telling you,
0: having access to that green room, anytime I walk back there, I just felt so out of place. The only thing that I could compare it to is when we had that backstage access to the Jersey Shore yeah. when fucking the situation, Vinny, Pauly, D, everybody was fucking there, and we're back there, I'm like, yo, we don't belong here. Let's go, let's go, let's go. No, 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 chill out, Rob. Chill out, chill out, chill out. And, but, Joe, you see Rob's mentality towards it? Yeah. Like, he doesn't
2: belong there. I know.
0: I am go- I went back
2: there like five times yeah. a day. I went back there. I didn't
0: give a fuck, I made a, bro. I made
2: a sandwich. I laid down. I got I me a massage. Started. I think, um, you,
1: you I know. Think I think with time, I mean, Rob is still fairly new in the game, like what, even though, yeah, sure, video's six years, you know, what, like 2012, but now you're talking, it's only really been three years of a lot of success, so maybe, I think a time it'll come, I do. One
0: dude, too, that any time I saw him at the entire expo, I didn't bump into him a lot, but any time that we were within each other's presence, Mike Rashid always came up, shook my hand, how you doing, Rob, what's going on? Where is he from, do you know? Uh, I I want to say a,
1: a California, a West Coast. I, yeah, I he's, know, I know he's
0: he's really cool, really close with CT Fletcher and, and uh, that whole crew out there, Iron Addicts and shit. But uh, he may be a Florida dude. I don't know, but I know at some point he was very closely linked in with uh, with with uh, CT Fletcher. But yeah, another cool ass dude. Uh, Mac Truck is another dude who he used to be a you I don't know if you guys remember this. Mac Truck fucking punched Rich Piana in the face at a couple a couple years ago at an expo. And uh, started a whole big shit. I think the story was he was like an original five percenter and then he left five percent or he was released from five percent. There was some beef between him and Rich and he fucking punched Rich at an expo and it was some crazy shit that went down. But anyway, I got to meet him and he was fucking super cool. He talked to me for maybe 10 minutes or so. So just meeting all these people was really, really fucking crazy. Speaking in front of the live crowd, it was me, Dana Lynn, and Rob Bailey the first day. The second day, it was me, the Harrison twins, and Jen's the Beast. We did like a little speech for about an hour. The auditorium had maybe 150, 200 people in it. And then I did one by myself on that Saturday night. It was at 5 o'clock. The expo is open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. 5 p.m. is when they had me going on stage by myself. I'm like... This is going to be easy. Nobody's going to be there. You know, it's 5 o'clock. Which which you said on the podcast. Which I said on the podcast. Why did I show up and the auditorium was half full? I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe I got to do this. And this
2: is after you're freaking growling at people for three hours. I'm like, dude, relax. You got to speak on stage. And
0: you're like, ah, man, don't worry about it. Yeah, I couldn't fucking talk. I was like, uh, you know, my voice was fucking cracking. But anyway, there were a lot of people there. And they were asking really good questions, you know, because there was a lot of, like, fan, like, audience participation. Like, they had questions, and I would answer them. So that was a really good experience, and I definitely think... That I could crush some kind of fucking live speaking thing now. Like, yeah. I am not nervous at all.
1: There was, I mean, there's been several uh, public speaking things uh, where you've been asked to go, and you know, you just weren't ready. But I think, I think you're ready. Yeah, Season. no, I'm,
0: I'm definitely, I'm definitely ready for and, that. Now. And but Rob, they made it really easy.
2: And Rob, since we're on this, speaking about public speaking and yeah. speaking in front of an audience, can we get into a couple of uh, fan acknowledgements? Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, brother. Yeah.
0: yeah, we had a lot of, a lot of people came up to us. Podcast fans, fans that have been with me since the CrossFit trolling days, people that met me two years ago at FitCon in London, which is, you know, I think a two or three hour drive from, from where this expo was. People that said that they drove six hours just to come and see me. They didn't give a fuck about it. anybody else there. They just came to see me. Um, we have. They said that to everybody. I'm,
1: no, 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 I'm, no, no. no. I, no. Th- yeah, These
0: guys, go. as soon as... Like, me and Ray opened up the booth
3: every day at the beginning of the, sh- the day, all right? Soon as the booth would open, you would see who truly came here to see Rob. The, the true riders, yeah. they would show up right from the start. We would have, like, great conversations with these people. They would tell them the story. We're like, oh, Rob will be here shortly. Like, they would come back after they saw Rob. They would even come back, see how things are going. Like, the, the guys were shouting out were, like, the legit people who love us and... We got to meet them now. Like, there's a couple. I
1: really love. Dude, these guys. and that's and that's again. And I know we say, and I hate talking about numbers. That's in the UK. Then imagine like where the fan base is even bigger and whatnot. How psychotic it would be. So yeah. it is very. It's why it's always important to stay positive no matter what because when you think about it, it's insane. Yeah. It really is insane and how this all ended up becoming what it is now. Right. So, well.
0: So- Ray has a list of people that he wants to uh, acknowledge and shout out, and this is just a small portion. And I hate to do shit like this because I know we're, we're gonna always going to leave yeah. somebody out or we're going to forget a name. I, I
3: apologize on our behalf. We did a bad job of actually getting like grand names and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's on me. I, I apologize because there's a few people out there that like like I really wish we had their name. I yeah. suspect
1: that uh, based on how this one went uh, next year Body Power 2020 I believe Rob will most likely be there again and yeah. I think it'll be a lot a lot different uh, have a much larger notice and things would be a little bit different so that way all this stuff is is done but you guys did a crazy good job. I mean I I was watching everything. Oh yeah. I mean if I could if I could cry I would. They were so. the, Ray, Ray
0: and Jay were absolute like, I'm quote unquote the fucking star of the show, but they were the fucking MVPs, man. They fucking showed up every morning. And listen, we went out drinking every night. Uh, that Saturday night, I don't know how the fuck you guys made it to the expo yeah,
3: we, on we didn't time. get any
0: sleep that night. Dude, I, they pushed me in a wheelchair in there and just left me off in my booth and goes, here you go, go ahead, fucking do, do your job. <laughs> Um, but bro Yeah you guys Fucking killed it Set up the booth Every day Cause you know We gotta break down Every night You can't yeah. leave All the merch And the supplements It'll be gone Well, we, we,
1: Marissa and I Did it at the, at the <laughs> yeah. We actually This is before We started bagging The shirts poly bagging them So we left All the stuff there And we came back The next day And the whole Top layer of, of Shirts Birds shit all over them. Yeah. <laughs> we had to yeah. get rid of all those shirts. I don't know how the fuck birds got in there Because building, the, bir- the building's real tall, so they just chill at the top, and they shit on everything.
0: So go ahead, Ray. Who, who do you got?
2: All right. And a couple of people are, we can spend a couple seconds talking about, but the first one is going to be Brooke on Instagram, Potter. Yeah. Now, Brooke Potter is a gentleman that's um, originally from Trinidad and Tobago, uh, who now lives in the UK. And Brooke pretty much follows and listens religiously. And I want to say before the Boros chime in, Brooke, you're a fucking rock star. Uh, this guy walks around with the biggest smile on his face. Uh, he gave a personal shout-out to Joey Bags to uh, get his shit together. I think Brooke's down like 60 pounds. But just an awesome dude who just, I mean, smile from ear to ear, uh, really showing a lot of love and support for us. So, uh, yeah. you know, we that really appreciate
3: it. That appreci- guy is a good guy. Yeah, we really appreciate it, positive vibe. And he also called me a legend, which I was like, wow. <laughs> He said I could write a
0: book about my tale. Like, sh- two people would buy it. Like yeah. me and maybe
3: my mother. Right?
0: Yeah, and your mom wouldn't want to read your book. No. no.
2: Uh, the next person is going to be Paul Y281 on Instagram. Uh, Paul actually took a seven-hour bus trip um, and stayed at an Airbnb at some smoke show's house, yeah, some fitness a, cutie's house. Yeah. Oh, uh, but a seven-hour a seven-hour trip just to come see us. Uh, I believe he's a postman, and he would like to listen to the live stream, but he can't because of the time difference. But uh, Paul hung out all day, man, and, um, you know, checked in on us from throughout the course of the day, and I think he went to one of your your live speaking. So so did
0: Brooke. Let me tell you something about those two. First of all, I keep calling him Paulie. Paulie, because it's Paul Y. Because it's Paul Y. But I don't know. Maybe he does go by Paulie. I don't know. But Paul Y, when I did those speaking things, now, of course, you're going to get a couple, you're going to get some nerves. For whatever reason, when I walked out there and I was on stage and I saw Brooke sitting there and I saw Paul sitting there, like, my my nerves were fucking calmed immediately. I felt like I had, a, a like, a friend. I know Jimmy was there with me recording and shit, but I felt like... I had somebody in there that watched my back. So uh, I know other people uh, hung around for the live speaking shit too, and I want to thank you, but uh, most notably that I recognized right off the bat was fucking Brooke and Paul. So thank you,
2: guys. Uh, Next person is going to be Lee Flaherty, two on Instagram. Uh, Lee, thank you very much for checking in. He definitely stopped by the booth a couple times. Uh, We really appreciate the support. Uh, Next one is going to be Andy Wilson, 247. Coming by and showing us some love, big supporter. And the last one is going to be uh, Parker Kimbo, who is a lovely lady from the UK who uh, we trained with. She actually stopped by the booth and hung out with us for a little bit. And she even has a show coming up in, I believe, for a week. So Kimbo, if you're listening to the Park uh, uh, podcast, good luck to you on the show. And let me tell you, this girl's got a back wider than Beard So Strong. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. definitely.
3: <laughs> but I'm not, that back turned me on. Oh, She had a sexy back. I was, you know, I was like, when she had something, something about a woman who has like
0: a fit back. Like, it's just instant turn on for me. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so, Jake Allison, uh, I just see a, a dono come in and it says, where the hell is Jimmy Ben? What does he drive? I saw his IG story. I'm going to come to Jersey and flash my lights at him for five miles. Um, <laughs> That's a pet peeve. What, what, are, what, are what are those white vans that Jimmy drives? An Econo van, like, like the, the vans uh, that, the work that van. steal kids. Yeah, it's an Econo yeah. van. It's like a creeper van. We like, call it the creeper van. It's he's got all his like a work candy shit van, yeah. the candy van. Um, so thank you so much, Jake. And I know I miss a couple of donos. Uh, Sean Darson, will you and the bros ever do a live uh, an event in Florida? I'm sure we will. I've been to Florida multiple times. I will actually be there in a couple weeks, Sarasota area, uh, to do some steel shit. D Almeida says, uh, "Too much fight. uh, When is too much fighting enough in a relationship? Uh, When you're fighting more than you're not fighting, that is when you should call it a wrap. Fighting is healthy. Fighting fighting is normal. healthy. But when you're fighting more than you should, Joey, Joey, don't give advice on this.
1: (laughs) What do you mean? I've I've had the same person for 14 years. Yeah, but you guys, you guys are on a different level." boot right now. Yeah, I was going to I was going to even uh, I was even going to mention physical fighting is acceptable as well as long as you're both fighting. Like yeah. it can't be a one-on-one one-on-zero thing. You got to actually you got to take the hits back. But well, I mean, yeah, like Rob said, in in short, if you if Don't you, go on beard so strong's camera. <laughs> in in short, if you're fighting like Rob said more than you're happy, then you got you got a major problem. No,
0: as long as you're
3: fucking after your fight, you're good. Yeah,
1: yeah. don't go to sleep and don't wake up fighting that's you could fight in the middle of the day that is true um, so who else you got Ray
0: you, oh, did that you was it everybody okay. um, no um just other things to mention
2: you met the uh, the actor and director from the movie redcon, redcon one.
0: one yeah yeah so they're uh, the act the, the the lead actor and then a supporting actor is a big fan of Robert Frank 615 and the the rage videos and stuff they think I'm hilarious they were there promoting their movie, Red Cod 1, which is a, a military zombie movie. Yeah. Uh, is it an England-based
1: one? I don't... Yes, uh, I guess so. so. It's it not American.
0: It so So they gave me an autographed copy, and the actual director, who was there like in a fucking tuxedo every day, uh, he was there. He came over to meet me. He's apparently a fan as well. They asked me if I did any acting, and, uh, you know... I'm not going to say if, listen, I'm very honest with my shit. Uh, they gave me a, an autographed copy of this movie. I told them that me and my wife have watched it this weekend. I'll give them a little plug on Instagram on, on the story and Snapchat. If I like it, if, if I don't like it, I'm going to let them know. And I told them, I said, as long as you're okay with me, you know, shitting on it or loving it. They said, no, we want your honest feedback. So I'm a zombie guy. And I don't know how they're going to tie um, in the military. I don't really let you know
3: how good a like they really are into you. They no, came up to the booth every day trying to like, oh, when you're going to Find be here? Me. We want to yeah. talk to you. Yeah.
2: And they even asked Mister Frank if he has any acting experience. Yeah. So,
0: I said I know how to act. Stupid. That's all I know <laughs> how to act. Um, and before I forget, because I, I need to do this, um, Anthony Robbins says, uh, "How come my beard looks like pubes?" Um, well, maybe it is. I told you I have a Velcro beard. I fucking shaved. my. He your
1: beard or his beard?
0: No, my my.
1: Beard. I don't. I don't believe someone just paid money to tell yeah, you that. But, yeah, th-
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you for the two dollars, Anthony. <laughs> um, but yes, so I need to thank and give a big shout out to Nick Orton who is the right. CEO, founder, and uh, big dog over at fucking Body Power. Uh, thank you, Nick. Nick had me on his podcast uh, while we were there. Did a little maybe 20-minute spot. Uh, they're really trying to blow up Body Power in India, and they're trying to really tap into the fitness community. He wants me to go out to India. So any Indian bros and broettes out there, um, we'll be seeing you soon because I'm sure I'll be out there within the, uh, the next few months. And uh, he said that he really thinks that we'd be huge out there. So Yeah, him and um
2: also uh, the Indian and Chinese guy, Sahil Khan. Yeah.
0: The yeah. guy that looks like a yeah, yeah, video yeah, yeah, game yeah. boss. Bro, he is jacked out of his mind for fucking 43. Good looking dude. He just fucking won like an Oscar or Grammy or something out in there. In Bollywood, yeah. Yeah, out it,
1: in Bollywood. If you guys have 90 minutes of spare time, watch Generation Iron 3. Because okay. it's all about the international bodybuilding and how it's been changing. Like, bodybuilding went from, like, an American thing to now it's converting overseas. It's bigger everywhere else but it's, America now. It's yeah, yeah, so now it's getting to the point where these other countries, like, you'll get mobbed when you go there. Yeah, like, we're, crazy. We were talking to... People Sed, are, Sed was saying
0: how... Uh, Ziz's brother was saying how when fucking he goes over there... He needs 24-hour security. The people want to grab you, touch you. Yeah. like They treat you like you're the fucking rock.
3: And then they chase you in the car with mopeds because they're, they're... Yeah, just they want a picture. They yeah.
0: fucking slam on the fucking windows. It's, uh, it's crazy shit. It's like the Backstreet Boys. It's like, boys like treating like the, and, like, the like, Beatles, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he just said that anytime that he's been over there, it's been absolutely crazy. So, I have a boatload of footage that Jimmy sent me, Jay sent me, Ray sent me. I'm going to try to put everything together. Um, There's no way I'm going to make it pretty. It's going to be just a clusterfuck of video footage, but I definitely feel like you guys will feel like you're there with us. Um, Just the way that we recorded it and we filmed it and I'll narrate it. So I will hopefully get that up by Friday. I'm still working on it, putting things in order, but we have to say... Uh, I want to get into the baddie with the fatty before we do the sports minute, just because we don't have a new baddie. We have a baddie that we picked for body power. I don't know why this is, and maybe someone has an answer, but I really need to know. I know this is a fitness expo, so a lot of the chicks that are walking around and working the booths and stuff, shit like that, are fitnessy people. Why is every fucking chick built like a Clydesdale in the UK? The asses on these girls are like every white chick has a black chick's ass in in fucking UK. It's unfucking believable. We picked a uh, body power expo baddie with a fatty and Ray Worldwide and Beard so strong. Uh, you know had the best seats in the house the whole time, looking at all these glorious glutes walking past our booth. And, um, Ray, why don't we just get into this real quick before we do the Sports Minute. Um, Ray Worldwide, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the moment you've all been waiting for, Ray Worldwide's body power, Batty with a fatty of the week. Yeah. <laughs> International, booty. International booty. Take that, take that. So this chick... Um, out of all the girls that were walking around Body Power, they were taking notes and they chose this one female to be the Miss Body Power Batty with a Fatty. What is her name, Ray? So before I actually get into that, okay. th-
2: the amount, as Rob said, the amount of women, with phenomenal posteriors that walked by was, it was actually too many to count.
3: It was neck breaking.
2: We, we probably could have gave out 50 baddie yeah, tank tops, like, on every day because you would see one, and then one would come by that was better, and then, wait, that one is better. It was
1: unbelievable, Can the I, amount of do, talent. Do you guys have any uh, reason? Because I do, as to why it's better. Because we've been, in the United States, we've been to the Olympia, we've been to the Arnold, been other crap I'm not thinking of, but, yeah, but nothing compares, not, right? I think nothing. that here, yours?
2: because, you know, being in the U.K., I mean, you're you're right in the mecca of, of of Europe. I mean, the UK is only a couple hour flight from you know whether it's Germany, you know Russia, Pro, all all of these different places. So you just have a very um, diverse group of women that are just all culminating to this one. Agree. Expo.
1: That's uh, what I was going to say. Was you're in Europe basically, or wherever the hell you are. But when you're over there, you have the diversity. Potato fed. Oh. Yeah, you, you have like women. The genetics. It's just different than here.
3: I don't. I'm, peep, we saw so many fat booties
1: because it's a fit fitness. Yeah, yeah but we've been a fitness Yeah, but there was just also just some plain out big
2: old booties. Yeah,
1: the yeah, ones there, here there have never been. Yeah, I mean, think about it. We were just at the Arnold recently. I can't. I don't even remember one that was outstanding. Well, yeah, that's because you weren't were hanging out with
3: me, and Vinny. Because we were grabbing yeah. each other like, yo, look at this one, look at this one, <laughs> look at this one, look at that you one. You were too busy trying to
0: keep Jimmy triceps out <laughs> of fighting. <laughs> Big Papa Pump in the house with a six dollar dono, a six fifteen dono. Listening since the CrossFit hate videos. Love everyone on the podcast. Joey, keep up the good work. So thank you, thank you, me. Big Papa Pump. I know he's been having a problem with super chats over the last couple of weeks, but he got it to work, and uh, we appreciate you, brother. Thanks for all the moderation work that you do up in the house, along with all our other mods that are are in the building. Um, yeah, so anyways All the chicks are built like Clydesdales This is the, it, I mean if you look at a horse Just look at the back end of a horse Where their Their back legs are Compared to where their tail is That's what every chick looks like Walking around the fucking expo It's like a shelf, like you could put your drink Your beer, your soda Your meal, your Tren, anything And you walk away and it won't move
3: there was one girl that uh, I was trying to get her IG but we kept missing her. The the girl was like 4 foot 8. Oh yeah, The, she, the uh, little she person. Was, yeah, she was definitely Listen,
2: uh she <laughs> She had a crazy oh, ass yeah. for a short person, okay?
1: Wait, was it an actual midget? I know yeah, that's not I a crazy word. I think it she, was
2: pretty close. She was she pretty close. She had all
1: the attributes. The, yeah,
3: except of, for the ass. The ass was like from yeah, like 5 foot 9 delicious woman wow no, she it Her, was she, she had, had a like the shorter
0: bump. like stubbier legs like the shorter arms I think like the enlarged forehead a little bit nah, no she
2: was pretty she was bad yeah she was
3: pretty but then
1: this fucking butt that was just like boing.
3: yeah she was like at least four foot eight to four ten somewhere in that range because I
1: believe is, under four foot nine is I think it's under is, five
3: foot actually once you're under five foot you're legally a yeah little person, I thought it was four
1: so, nine a person Pody look that up <laughs> Ray, who's our baddie?
3: Alright, so
2: this week's baddie f- from the Body Power Expo was gonna be R-O-B-Y-N Robin underscore Ashcroft A-S-H-C-R-O-F-T. Once again, R-O-B-Y-N underscore
1: A-S-H-C-R-O-F T. Finally a name that sounds like what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm I'm trying to grab her uh her Instagram right here. I mean, this is not a That's not, that's her. Pode, you want to throw me up on the live stream right now? That's not her. um, That's not her glutes, but there is her upper half. She is. She had a great
3: overall package to go with her butt. That's what I think drawn us completely to her because she had chest, she had curves, she had booty, she had thick thighs. Yeah. She yeah, she's high. Yeah,
0: the a- the one thing though about her is when she was posing, she she doesn't really to show off the disappeared.
3: butt. Yeah. Like,
0: and we're trying to feature it on the IG story. And don't get me wrong, she's a good looking girl, great body. But like, Robin, we got to work on this pose a little bit because you're you're doing yourself a, a
1: an injustice, disservice, a, a disservice here. And a lot of we were talking about this. A lot of females that have really nice rear ends pose just where it makes it smaller. Stop yeah. looking at what everyone else does and just stand there because it looks great just standing there. You don't have to do all these fancy moves with the one leg back and the other leg oh, forward. Oh, I used to tell Marissa that all the time when we would do, like, all our fucking booty videos back in the day
0: on, uh, on Instagram and YouTube and shit. I was like, Marissa, stop posing. Just stand there. Your yeah. ass looks fine just standing there normally. She, like you said, the one foot in front of the other, turn this way, turn that way. But anyway, we were gone for a couple of days. I have no fucking idea what's going on in the sports world. One moment before we get to that one point. Okay. I don't
3: believe the UK really knows what the term baddie with the fatty means. Okay. Because when we had a contest to nominate oh, people, yeah. <laughs> either they don't dudes. read, but guys were signing their own name for baddie oh with the fatty. God. We had the tank top out, baddie with the fatty. You're like, oh, you have this in a medium? Yeah. I'm like, who are you getting it? And there's no It's right. like, yeah, I want Yeah. I'm like...
0: Oh, it's not for men. It's like... <laughs> they don't know what a tank top is. It's a vest. It's a vest. There. Yeah. Do you I'm going to say it Betty one more time for, for uh, Jimmy Chiseps. Yeah. Vest. Yeah. He He's- was very annoyed by that. He's like, I know you guys call it a vest, but it's a fucking tank top. <laughs> yeah. He was a little annoyed. In
1: America. You weren't in America. Yeah. And he was we, too busy waiting on a queue for someone.
0: Yeah, you know? we did learn that the reason Jimmy Triceps does not wait in lines is because they are called queues, yeah. And um, he waits in
1: queues, not lines. Yeah. So anyway, Pody, do we have a sports minute this week? We do. I'm going to hand them the mic. And by the way, a midget is 4'10 or shorter. 4'10 or shorter. Okay. Yep.
0: So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the host of this week in sports is the Pody, And take it away, Ant.
4: Okay, so the theme of this week's Sports Minute is going to be New York sports. I was all set and ready to come on tonight and absolutely light up the joke that is the New York Knicks. Because last night, they did not receive the number one pick in the draft lottery. That would go to... The New Orleans Pelicans, who had a 6% chance, the Knicks fell to third, and it just trickled down from there. So they tried to tank. They had the worst record in the NBA this season, and it did not work because they are going to be Zionless. Okay, that was what I was going to talk about. The real takeaway in sports today was my New York Jets. I feel a lot like Stephen A, because if you paid attention to him over the last 24 hours, he's a diehard Knicks fan, and he has been just beside himself. And I don't know where to start, because the New York Jets today, they fired their general manager, Mike McCagnin. Oh my god. Okay. Mike McC <laughs> absolutely blasphemous. It's asinine how bad this organization is. Has not won a Super Bowl since nineteen sixty-nine, Super Bowl three. Haven't seen a Super Bowl appearance in my lifetime. They are an absolute joke of an organization. They let new head coach Adam Gase. Cersei Lannister himself into this organization, if you guys watch Game of Thrones, they hired a head coach and married him to a general manager that neither party wanted to be a part of, okay, then he decides that he, does, he doesn't he does like any of the, the decisions. Apparently, he didn't want Le'Veon Bell. That's the rumors out there. So he gets the GM fired and takes over his position. He is now the interim general manager, and he made his first move already. He traded one of the Jets' former first-round picks, and Darren Lee, to the Chiefs. And I am just beside myself. I want to crawl under a blanket and cry because the Jets... We're trending in such a positive uh, direction. The New York Giants were supposed to be the joke of the town right now after their debacle with the draft and Daniel Jones. And, yeah, sadly, the Jets find a way to light up the pages of the Daily News and every other paper in town. So uh, if you'd like to hear more on that, listen to my podcast every Friday, This Week in Sports, Pody Out. Thank you very much, Pody. I
0: will be checking in to make sure that uh, I get caught up with all my sports this Friday. Uh, so thank you very much for that. But let's wrap up this uh, this whole body power experience. I know I'm probably leaving a ton of shit out. Yes. But what are what are we leaving out? Is there anything that that's glaring or blaring or claring or whatever the fucking word is that I'm trying to find that is we're missing from the trip? Uh, let's see. Mm. I
3: think the first night out Thursday, we're missing some stuff. There's more to it. Okay. Um, With John the, Jones. The Saturday night out, we're missing some stuff. Yeah. Then we totally forgot. No, that was Friday. We totally forgot really to talk about what happened Saturday night. Oh. Uh, that was that when we went to like downtown oh, in the yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That party. totally left that part out. Yeah. But but, I don't
0: remember
3: any of it. That's why. It's all bad. I know is. They kept bringing bottle after bottle after bottle and after like the 6th bottle it was like who's paying this tab? Yeah, yeah big like, shout
0: big shout to Nick Orton's daughter. <laughs> yeah, Lucy Orton. Oh man, she's she was awesome. Uh the whole Body Power crew uh from Lucy to I forget the chick's name with the bangs that came to get oh, me very every day. Woman, yeah. yeah, every every time that see the good thing is I didn't have to worry about remembering to go to these speaking engagements cuz they would come and get me. They would come to the booth and be like, "Hey, You got to go. And they were cool because, see, here's the one thing that I wanted to talk about. The location of our booth was awful. We couldn't have been in a shittier location. We were supposed to be near an entrance, which would have been great. Because as people were coming in, they would be able to see us, start lining up, take pictures, bullshit, whatever. They closed off that entrance to the, the public and only influencers and like body power, people were able to use access that entrance. So we were like the furthest spot away from where anybody was coming in and lining up to see people. So um, next time I know I'm going to get a much better location. I already talked to our girl, Lisa, about that. Uh, She was like, yeah, we're going to get you in early next year. We're going to make sure you guys are like right dead smack in the middle. So that's going to be good. We know that now for the Arnold that we need if we got to pay more, fucking we pay more. If we have to pay at all, but um, make sure we get a centralized location because that is key. And um, yeah, shout out to everybody. all oh, The whole staff, which is awesome, getting me where I needed to be. I took more pictures with people away from my booth than I did at my booth because nobody even knew I was there because we were legit the furthest spot away uh, from where anybody was coming And the in. traffic pattern basically made everyone turn before it even got to exactly exactly yeah because you think that there's nothing because not anything against them but around our booth was like a massage like people that were selling like little massage rollers and shit it was like all these gadgets so people were like oh there's no more like people to see down this way this is all like selling shit selling shit and then boom there we are we're right there so
1: um, yeah we're definitely going to get a better spot next year But yeah, but not to to, not to take away to the hundreds and hundred probably thousands of people that did find the booth. Obviously, you know
3: they found a booth when the line started to form. Or I'm sorry, the queue started to form for when Rob was there. Yeah, that's when they started to find the booth. And when I
0: started cutting promos because I'm loud and I'm screaming and people probably can hear me from across the fucking. uh, The
3: second you started screaming, everyone stopped what
0: they're doing, and there's music blasting. Yeah,
3: and you're screaming on top of that. Everyone stopped. And as soon as you got done, every time they're clapping, they're like, that was awesome. That's amazing. You see the people's faces that are like, Bro, as before. I'm
0: doing the video, like I'm they're, looking as I didn't want to be in it by myself. I was like, I'll be in it if you were going to be in yeah. it with me. So they're like, okay, cool. So I grabbed their phone and I'm talking to them when I'm saying, how you doing? Where are you from? What's your name? Uh, you know, what's your story? Whatever I'm asking them, I'm talking to them like I'm talking right now. But then you turn it into character when you do the videos sure. for the people and the people's faces just fucking light up. They're just like, oh, my God, he's doing the voice. This is great. Um, so, yeah, that, that was cool. Uh, I uh, I am Ivan Fuentes. When are you coming back to L.A., brother? Um, I should be back in L.A. hopefully before the end of the summer, bro. I will hit you up and let you know when, bro. Um, what else am I leaving out? Uh, we're Anyone? probably leaving not more I'm, yeah. I'm beat <laughs> Yeah, so am I I'm, I'm still not used to I know we've been home for a few days I know I slept almost a whole plane ride coming home My body's clock is still Because right now It is what, almost 11 o'clock Maybe it's after 11 Right now it's like 5 o'clock in the morning in the UK So my, my shit is all fucked up um, But anyway Rave Worldwide Yes, sir. give me a uh give me a one to ten overall on the trip give me your favorite moment and your least favorite moment go for it I give the trip a 10
2: I had an excellent time even though Jay and I Work Like Slaves. It was, it was an awesome Damn. time. It basically um,
3: was slave. We didn't get paid. So. <laughs> Damn. They, um, they gave us free, food We were supposed to get life. paid
2: in food, but we barely got it's, that. But um, Damn. Uh, we need some more Super Chats coming in so the RF615 uh, LLC can afford to uh, pay its staff members. Yeah, we lost uh, weight
3: because we <laughs> he didn't buy us food.
2: Uh, but no, I, I, I give it a 10. Uh, just from some of the connections, uh, potential opportunities for the brand. Yeah. And um, I think my favorite moment was uh, was taking my clothes off for people, man. That was actually pretty yeah.
3: rewarding. Yeah. People so were, multiple
0: times. People yeah. wanted the shirt that Ray was wearing uh, that we didn't have for sale. But it was, this is my fucking chest day shirt, was one of them, which was a Robert Frank 615 shirt. And then shut the fuck up and train, which was a steel supplement shirt. Uh, Ray had to give up his shirt twice. One for a man. One for a woman. (laughs) Well, the first time Ray
3: was okay with doing it, and then he looked at you like, do I really have to do this again? He's like, you're like, yes, do it
2: again. You have to do it. They bought merch. You got to do it. (laughs) So, no, but, yeah, so just really interacting with the fans, man, and uh, it, it was dope. I enjoyed it.
0: Awesome. Jay, uh, what do you give it? One to ten. I know this really isn't your scene. It's not like, you know, You Jay said, listen, if you need me, I'm there. And I was like, Jay, I need you. <laughs> so he was named uh, 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 CEO or manager of international affairs. I like to think I did a good job. Oh, did a great job. Excellent job. Um, I know you're not really in the fitness industry per se, but what do you give it? One to ten. Favorite moment, least favorite moment.
3: Like Ray said, I'll give this a ten, and I'm gonna rate it on two different level for two different categories. One okay. from a, a personal level, I thought it was a ten. I met some really good the guys, like the guys we brought up already earlier, would have never probably known who they were no. or their story or appreciate what they had. Like I could relate so much to those guys. That, right,
0: Jen's so, the Beast said Jen's the B John B said, Jones. John Jones. Yeah.
3: like we're all like brothers now. Like basically are. Yeah. 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 But uh, on, a, like, a professional level Eskimo also?
0: brothers, actually.
3: Yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about that part. <laughs> I'm not trying to get killed. Um. <laughs> so on a, on a professional level for you, yeah, I thought it was a home run. Yeah. They had you on, on the most busiest day. Hey, you weren't in, in the booth as much. Yeah. But they had you in the speaking engagements. They had you in, like, the meet and greets, the interview. Yeah you your name was said so much you were like set on a pedestal for so many people throughout that day the special like Saturday the best day yeah maybe may h- like hurt like the attention of like the one-on-ones yeah but from a like a
0: what you call it from an exposure level yeah, exposure was kind of, level was I think ex- ex- it hurt the booth because I know you guys said when I wasn't there because they kept pulling traffic. me away for a lot of things the, the traffic just wasn't. There so, um, when I wasn't there.
3: The booth was more for meeting the fans. So I'm yeah, like if they wanted something, that's great. But the exposure for you, I think, was outstanding. You got to meet friggin' two like said who's like yeah, who's you know. like God to me. Yeah. Yes. like when you when we were talking about, it, you're like I have to see him. And then we saw his booth, and you're like like giddy, and yeah. he wasn't even there. I took yet. a
0: picture of his yeah. booth. He wasn't even there. And <laughs> then like what tense- a weirdo,
3: but the fact that he was just like that. We're trying to meet you. Yeah. Like he wasn't lying. And then I think when we first got there Friday, they pulled you away right away. Yeah. And you guys haven't really had a chance to talk. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, where's Rob? Where's Rob? Like I, I was like, oh, they just took me right He's like, ah. He must have came back to the booth that first night several, several days, several times just looking for you because he wanted to talk to you and hang out, like get to, get to know you more. And like you kept getting pulled for stuff. Like, that guy was just... And look, now I got this fucking chain on. He was eagerly excited to meet you as, as you were to him. Like, that, and then, to me, meeting John Jones, the first, like for their 10 seconds, one of our friends makes a, like a, a joke about, like, oh, you know, you do this and you get that.
0: Yeah. And then, like... <laughs> we won't mention that on the air.
3: So, 10 seconds, basically, into the trip... We're hanging out with John Jones, and he's cutting a promo for us. Like, yeah, we didn't even go to Body Power yet. This yeah, was the
0: Thursday night. Yeah. We we're like, whoa, this is the highlight of the trip. Let's
3: yeah. just pack it up and go home. Yeah, we
0: were like, we don't even need to do the show anymore. Let's go. But, so, what would you say? Is was there any negatives? Would you say was it lack of sleep? Probably.
3: <laughs> that and I don't know about Ray, Ray. Maybe not so much. But at the end of the night, when the nightlife came, I just didn't have the energy to really like turn up like yeah. we normally would. I was kind of like. Conserving energy mode because I knew I had to be up in like, yeah, two but hours. dude, we
2: literally went sun up to sundown, sun up to yep. sundown, sun up Every to sundown. Every yeah. day,
3: then opening it up and then closing it and like going to the
2: gym, was, then coming back, rushing, taking a shower, then right back yeah, out the yeah, door. No it naps, it was no sleep it was, yeah, it, was, yeah, it, was, it was it was grueling. It was, it was
3: what was it, Friday night where we, we worked? We got up early, we didn't get much sleep because we're hanging out with John Jones. I don't know about everybody, I got back to the room, I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I felt like I just met like Jesus Christ <laughs> so, <laughs> so
0: That I morning, I, I
2: woke up a little earlier than the alarms went off, and Jay's playing on his phone. I'm like, dude, what are you doing awake? Go to bed. I couldn't, yeah, sleep. I
3: couldn't was, sleep. I was wired, and then then, then, then what was, where was I going with this? But we didn't sleep. Then when we we worked all day, we went to the gym. Killed. We did like twenty-two different back exercises. Like we yeah. were at the gym for three hours. Then it took us an hour and a half to get back because of yeah. traffic. Traffic. yeah. We had enough time to basically rinse, get dressed, and go to this after, this after party thing. I had not much energy for that, which is when uh, Joey saw the video. He's like, "Oh there's it's just nothing but smoke shows everywhere." And well, like, you did a
0: good job because you made an impression on all the body power people. They they said that Lucy Orton, Nick's daughter, said that my crew and i know i have nothing to do with it or there you guys are her new, new drink, favorite drinking, uh, drinking Bodies, yeah. buddies yeah
3: that's because me and ray were giving out lap dances <laughs> that is true
0: cut cut this man's mic so so joey i know you cut didn't this go this man's Michael. joey i know you didn't go on the trip but you were monitoring it very closely from afar from 3000 miles away um, what did what did you see from from the home front do you think it was a success uh, overall? And I, will, I will answer the question
1: just the same way they did. I will rate this trip a nine. Okay. Now, nine. I'm not always gonna, room the, for improvement. The, the reason I'm not saying 10 is like JLo just said. Uh, the only reason it would have been 10 is if, is if you won on all fronts. The, the language I don't want to use in terms of what people actually care about, but you know what I'm referring to. You have to win on all fronts in order to get a 10 from me. You, you didn't lose as badly as I thought, so that's why I, you got a nine. Every other aspect of that was great, like everyone just mentioned. The networking opportunities. The one thing I said before you go, I said, uh, Ray, please use your abilities and get Jones to just take a picture with Rob. And you took it. Watching from home, it was awesome, because I'm watching you guys post videos. And I went through every tag, every everything, to try to find anything I could that you guys weren't sending me. And you could just see, like, I mean, you're, you were making you were like making actual friendships with these people. It wasn't just like, hey, you know, nice to meet you and that's it. You actually, like, became buddies with a lot of these people. And it probably come into play down the road when you see them again, wherever that might be. But I think 10 networking, you know, it was, like, great. You, the networking was, like, in 28. Yeah, you They did, were reaching out to us asking where we were going at night. Like, who
3: the hell were we that they didn't want to go hang out with us? Yeah. Like,
1: I think it was a 10 also that uh, J-Lo, and I had mentioned this too, J-Lo got to see Robert Frank when he doesn't really never seen that part where people actually are inspired and you've changed people's lives. Um, you know, That's something he's really never seen before where it's just like one after another, someone's coming up to you and saying, you helped me lose weight, you helped me do this, and that's powerful. Yeah. I mean, you're changing people's lives, and that's awesome, and it's not something we always think about because you always are like, I don't understand. I yell in my car and somehow you know this guy got inspired but it doesn't matter it works who the hell knows why yeah. it works but I don't it works. even try to make sense of it anymore I just it just works it. And so, Joe,
2: joey i love how you posted your own hater video <laughs>
1: dude so <laughs> fucking this guy and that was my next uh 10 on gaining confidence with public speaking um like i mentioned over the years there's been a couple things rob's refused to do just because he wasn't comfortable doing it yet. Now that he's been able to do that, I'm very happy because listening to his tone when he was on the stage from the few video clips I saw, you would think uh, he's done it a million times. There was no nerves or anything. He spoke properly. No stuttering. He looked confident. Physically, he looked up there like he knew what he was doing. The one thing he did you know, that Ray just mentioned was Rob went up there and said that of everybody in his crew that he lifts weights with, I'm the shittiest person to lift weights with. (laughs) Because all I do is talk and, about business and shit. So we went to the gym yesterday, and I, as soon as we started lifting, I said, "Don't talk about any kind of business shit with me," because I am not. <laughs> but you were on your phone I, watching some draft the whole time. So I bet Missing on the joint dra- sets. I bet on the lottery for the basketball draft last night. So I needed to watch what was happening. So he was getting pissed off that I was focused on the NBA draft, but. I told him we're not if talking. He's not about. catching
0: Pokemon. He's watching a fucking draft. I inspire like, you. Inspire Joey.
1: I inspires inspires rage videos
3: to be who you are today. So thank you, let, Joey. Yeah,
1: let me let me be. I I, I, can't, I cannot focus. I focus better at the gym when I'm alone. When I'm with him, I just fuck around. If I'm not talking about business shit, but I'm gonna do everything I can now not to. That's why I mentioned it yesterday. So public speaking, he did, and then the last thing that I think was a ten, which. Counts towards the brand, but more importantly, it counts like towards like a a friendship and my concern for Rob, which is I feel like he's so much more positive right now. And that's that's was my main, main, main thing coming home. He's already mentioned he's gonna go to the doctor. Like to me, that is like as fuck Robert Frank six one five stuff. Like I don't want my friend to die. I mean, granted, I don't think he's gonna die. I really honestly I think he's got some very minor problems that could get fixed overnight. But you know, you want to see the guy go to the doctor. So you want to see sleep. him. You want to see him be happy and this and that. So I'm thrilled. The trip was like a major success, and I feel like it's setting us up really well for Arnold next year. Now that everybody's had their hands dipped in the pot with like the expo experience, so I think it'll be really, really sick. And that's local in terms of getting there. We can we can really do well there, so I think it'll be fun to meet people there.
0: Technically, this was our first booth. I mean, we've done a booth before. We did a booth in London, but it was turnkey. We just show up, and it was everything was taken care of. Us. Everything was taken care of for us. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Um, so the banner, the booth, everything, the flights, everything was taken care of from from get go. We did the steel booth at the Olympia, where me, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy, Ray, and, and Joey just bags, up. We just had to show up. That's all we had to do. We just fucking show up, shake hands, kiss babies. That was it. Take pictures. Um, this was the first time we actually start to finish. We're in contact with, you know, uh, the graphic artists and uh, what do you call the Freemans group, which is the people that built the booth. Like, yeah. we're that whole thing. Now we know like, what we're looking for, what we need to do, how much we're looking to spend. You, you
1: probably don't remember, but uh, FitCon UK, yeah. uh, all that needed to be done. <laughs> I, just, I did it. How do you think they got the graphic design? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying we gave them the graphics, but we didn't have to
0: make the banner or anything. We just had to provide the graphic.
1: Yeah. How did you make the banner this time? I just I gave them the fucking graphic. Yeah, same thing. How do you think? No, they but got what I'm the saying like time.
0: all these other people have like banner, like said brought his own banner. Yeah. He oh, rolled It's canvas. He rolled Holy it up shit. and put it in a fucking duffel bag.
3: Yeah, well, that's like another thing we learned today. Like. We learn more about how to do this more cost-effectively. Yeah? Cost-effectively. Cost they talk to you about that stuff? Well, I was talking with the other, you know, the, the people yeah, that yeah, were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they huh. were very helpful in trying to, like, help us out from, the, like, the future. Like, we probably spent a lot more money than we probably had yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also threw this together
0: in the last second Exactly. As well. And, again, a great point. We were supposed to, it was supposed to be me and Ray showing up hanging out at a booth that was already paid for. I was supposed to be getting a ridiculous appearance fee to just fucking stand there and shake hands, kiss babies. Travel free. Flight, travel free, hotel free, meals paid for. And then it just took a total 180. And because I promised everyone that I was going to be there, I didn't want to back out on that. So we spent a lot of our own money to get out there. So... Which is a reason why I forget which one of the guys. And I'm not going to put anybody on blast, but one of the guys were like, "Yo, you need to fucking. You're losing your voice. You better start fucking telling these people go book a cameo. Go to cameo.com and (laughs) book you. This way you're you'll make some money out of this." I was like, "Bro, I think that people people yeah. We don't have to say who it was, but I'm saying this is people paid money to fucking come and see me like." I'm gonna give them everything I got. Like if I if I gotta leave a caviar like this, well,
3: that's why I'll I was shoving every liquid I can
0: find in yeah. into your mouth. J was like, "Keep
3: drinking, keep drinking, keep drinking." Anyway, sometimes it was Jack Daniel's, sometimes it was water. Then oh, and show. big
2: shouts to and I I'm sorry we I we don't have your name, but the Broski yeah. actually
0: bought Rob Bro, a bottle of, of Jack Daniel's. Of man. Jack Daniel. I gave him a fucking hug. <laughs> He just wanted a handshake. I pulled him in for the real thing. I said, like, bro, <laughs> thank you so He
1: brought much. the big bottle. It wasn't the like, it
0: wasn't little, little bottle. It wasn't the shooter. It was him. a big
1: ass. What book? kind of asshole brings a small little bottle? Steve shoots
0: me. <laughs> 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 oh, we love you, Steve. We love you, Steve. Um, and also, we learned a couple of new
2: words. Q, uh, uh, lift. And, and, and that you and I, um, you know, we should smash. Oh, yeah. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, who are you asked us? The flight attendant. The flight attendant asked us on the way, I think it was on the way there. They were like, um, if you guys smashed, who would win? And Ray's like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> we don't smash? So uh, You talk about fighting? You know, because me and Ray are sitting next to each other on the plane. And, you know, we had the, the front row. So uh, it was actually, yeah, it was like the front row of business class. So, like, we had all the extra leg room and the flight attendants were... You know, hitting on us the whole time, of course. They wanted to know who we were. They're like, You
1: guys are somebody. Every like, time we somebody, go somebody are but you we athletes, just don't know who you Every are. Every single time we go somewhere. Like athletes. Got,
3: they got at least they were sitting
1: together. I was sitting
3: next to one of the like the acquiring minds, and I'm just like,
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. No. Maybe. Let let
0: us guess. You're UFC fighters. Nah, You're yeah. Wrestlers. You're wrestlers. You're rowers.
3: Men. You're <laughs> rowers. Yeah. Actually, right, guys. Listen, pretty important up there. So.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to uh, make this go too, too long. I know we're already around the two-hour mark, but l- wait for the vlog. It's going to be awesome. You guys are going to feel like you were there. This has been episode 59 of the Glorious House of Gaines podcast. For Joey Bag of Donuts, The Pody, Beard So Strong, and Ray Worldwide, this is Robert Frank signing out.
4: Swallow is the goal. Size is the prize. It's game to clock, motherfucker. Let's go.